Well, Amanda, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad to have you back. So happy to be back. So this is our um, mini-series in Nourishing November, and today our topic is friendship. And there's a really good reason why I chose you, because not only are you one of my dear friends, but also now having been friends with you for, I don't know, four years, five years, I really should know the math on that at this point, but um, you do friendship probably the best I've ever seen. You do it really, really well, because I don't know if it's your personality, or if it's just something you've learned, or if it's just wisdom, or all the things, but your ability to be friends with people that span states and miles and hours and time zones, but also you are able to be friends with people that you really know not not, not that much about, or you guys were friends a long time ago and now you're very different people, but you're still able to engage them in a friendship. And I think for a lot of people, that's a challenge. And especially nowadays, if we disagree, sometimes it, it can be very difficult to maintain a friendship. And I have just seen you do this in several different arenas where, um, and I remember you saying to me one time, you know, some of the friends that you're still friends with from high school, if you met them today, you may not be friends with them. But because you guys have a history and you have lived life together, they're important to you, just as important as they were, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. So anyway, I was just wondering if you would share with us today, not only um, maybe some tips and tricks on how to do friendship well, but also kind of a little nugget of wisdom of what you would tell people if they're engaging in a friendship with someone that maybe they disagree with or they don't know how to engage with them. So that's kind of two parts, but it all mixes together and you just run with it where you want to run. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, well, for one thing, thank you. I appreciate all the nice, wonderful things you said about me. Um, You know, I, I feel like... Um, that I've been able to be a, a good friend to my friends um, because I've had friends that have been good friends to me. Um, I mean, I, I think about um, situations where you and I were would be talking like back in you know back in the day, which for us is like a few years ago, <laughs> um, and uh, we would be talking about like uh, struggles we were having with certain people or um, what or you would be talking about like maybe a friend or so that you were struggling with or more like they were struggling with something you were doing or saying or growing. And I remember like looking at you and being like, that's not a friend. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what friends do. Um, and I, and I think the only reason I know that is because I've had the privilege of having some really amazing friends who for whatever reason um, have just stuck by me, you know, through everything. Um, so, because like, you know, friendships are like any relationship. It takes, you know, the, the people in the relationship to make it work. You know, if one person chooses to be done, like you can't make the friendship work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a really important to remember is I'm only as good of a friend as somebody will allow me to be and vice versa. Um, so I don't know. I feel like that to me is like one of the biggest parts, um, I have one of my oldest friends, uh, Jennifer. Um, I've known her forever. Like, I, I can't, I don't have a lot of memory without her in my life. Um, and we are very different people, but we've always been super different people. And we fought a lot. My mom really disliked her <laughs> when we were growing <laughs> up. She thought she was a bad influence. And, you 
had like a sister bond um very early because she just like for whatever reason like I just didn't want her to go away and she didn't want me to go away and like we did stupid stuff to each other betrayed each other in small ways um got grounded from each other for a summer because of of shenanigans um but at the end of the day um throughout all our differences we just kept choosing to be in each other's space um and uh, that continues to this day. Uh, so she's, I, I give her the credit of being one of, like, she's like my, my best friend, my sister, my oldest friend. Um, and uh, I, I really think what's interesting when you talk about differing opinions, which I'm with you, like, there's nothing that burns my biscuits more <laughs> than people who think that just because you're in a relationship, you have to agree Hmm. Um, you know, what's so interesting is that for me personally, I feel like in my romantic relationships, this was a lot harder for me to like come to grips with, like just because you're with somebody like dating them, married to them, whatever, doesn't mean that like you have to be into everything together. Right. Um, you don't have to, yeah, it's like, it's, it's healthy for you to have different views, different interests, like it's okay as long as your core is that, you know, you guys want to be together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so for me, like, romantic relationships are harder. And I, I guess, you know, hashtag hormones. Like, I just couldn't, I had a really hard time, like, not having, like, codependent relationships. And that's something I still work on today. But my friendships, I think because I just, I don't know, I feel like maybe I just got super, super lucky I was friends with some, like, really independent, strong-willed women and men, and because of that, like, (laughs) you, there's not really a lot of room for, like, any codependency, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because where you love your friends and you want to be with them, there's also this, like, you know, they're also very, but when you're with, when you're around strong people or very independent people, they're like, you know, I'm going to do this. And I don't, you know, and I don't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that included me. Um, and that included everybody, but it always, it included me too. Um, obviously that, that does not talk about like harming somebody, but like just, sure. just general differences. Um, so yeah, I, I think because that was, these are the friends that I had, they were all just very unique, very different. Um, obviously like I'm, I'm also, I'm a little bit of a chameleon. Um, I feel like I can exist in a lot of different spaces, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like as I get older, um, I think, I don't know, maybe it's a counterintuitive point, but like when I was younger, I thought as I get older, like this will get easier, like being in all these different spaces, but actually as I get older, it becomes, I think harder mm-hmm. to like, you know, that chameleonness. um, you know, doesn't really serve me as much because it often feels like, you know, we talk about having different opinions sometimes with my own, like really good friends. Um, you know, there are moments where not saying anything when a friend is doing something that I, I feel it could be harmful to them or, um, or just like they have a view that I am like, I don't agree with that. Um, trying to be a chameleon is exhausting. Yeah. Um, so I think as I've gotten more confident, um, which I will say, I feel like I've, as I've gotten older and I've gotten more confident and secure, um, that I have 
I've lost more friends probably over the past, like, I don't know, five or six years, which I'm not talking about like a ton, but I feel like I've still lost like friends, contact with some people, um, because I chose to put a boundary there, um, Mm -hmm. because it just wasn't healthy. Um, so that's not the majority, but I feel like, you know, I don't really care you know, I, it's, I even like when my, uh, my husband, um, when we talk about, cause like right now we're, we're getting ready for like midterms and I'm sure this, this episode might come out after the midterms, but, um, you know, my husband and I, when we talk about politics, like, you know, we, he'll say like, oh, this is what I'm interested in voting for this person or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's talk about that. Like, tell me what you think. And, um, okay, well, here's what I think. And then it's like, we move on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's like a micro example of basically how I want to interact with everybody. Mm. And, um, we kind of said this earlier as we were chatting before you started recording. Um, and I, I almost feel like that statement kind of like sums it all up for me. It's so much about getting out of the way I feel, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, and that's what my, my friends who I've had a long time have done for me. They've just gotten out of the way. Like, you know, they saw me be in some like really, um, difficult relationships. Um, you know, my husband and I, my husband now, and I went through a really difficult time and, but they stood by me, you know, Mm -hmm. they would tell me, these are my concerns. This is how I feel. And then they would just kind of be like, okay, but I'm here. Um, you know, I'm here no matter what, um, which it doesn't mean that like they, you know, I don't know. I think there's boundaries to that as well, but, um, depending on what's healthy for everybody. But at the end of the day, like, you know, no matter what happened, even if I was in a bad relationship to the point where they were like, well, we can't be friends, which that never happened. But if that had happened, Mm -hmm. um, if I came back and said, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. That guy was an asshole. And I, you know, I should have not been with that person they would have immediately let me back in. Like yeah. it would have never have been the door is completely closed and locked. It would have been, girl, I got to keep this door closed for right now, but you know, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And so I learned that from them, um, you know, and I think it's exhausting too to say that we have to constantly agree with each other to be in relationship with each other. And um, I really do think to bring up bring back that point that I was saying before I really think that so much of friendship is just you know getting out of your friend's way so they can live their authentic life and you know and it's and I think that if we do that for people they they naturally kind of do that for us because I mean and maybe they don't but then that's when you have to kind of create your own boundary and say like hey I'm doing this you know because it's what's best for me mm-hmm. um you know, but it really is just like getting out of each other's way, but yet still like staying in the space, uh, you know, to like support and to love and to, I don't know, just, just be there, but not control. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we have both experienced loss in the sense of friendships or, or people not understanding or not agreeing with our life choices and then just disappearing oh. or worse yeah. becoming extremely polite and um, cordial, which to me is a worse fate than just stop being oh. my friend altogether. Oh. Um, but I think I, I love what you said about 
being able to leave space for your friend to to kind of do their thing because I think at times we are all going to stumble and make mistakes and do things that maybe our friends think are stupid. But and another point I want to make is I think there are varying degrees of friendship. Like you and I are on a, a closer level than me and Sally Joe down the street just because we've fostered a relationship. We have time and history on our side and you and I have also been able to say to each other, Hey, what about this thing in your life? Or I don't know about this or, and I think that's how you grow in relationship, but you have to have a relationship in order to be able to do that. You can't just speak into someone's life without them letting you do that. Because speaking, Mm -hmm. speaking into someone's life without permission is what everybody in the world is doing right now. And I think social media, um, somehow grants people permission for that. And so I think understanding varying degrees of friendship and that it's okay. I call it, I talk about this with my clients and I call them coffee friends. And then I've got like my homies, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then I've got like my acquaintances. So I've got friends who I'll go to coffee with and we'll have a great time. We'll talk for a couple hours and we'll do it again next month. And that's, that's good enough for us. I've got my homies who are, you know, it's like you where we do life together and you know stuff and we've walked through things together. And then I've got my acquaintances that, you know, I'll see at the corner Walmart or whatever. So I think that's healthy and that's appropriate. You don't need to have every single coffee friend and you don't need to have every single homie. You need to have varying degrees. And I think another point that you made that I just want to reiterate is being secure, being a secure base for your own self. Because you mentioned that you felt codependent at times in your past relationships. But I think the thing that makes you a really good friend is that you are a very secure base for people. It's like basic attachment theory where children need a secure base so that they can explore the world. And that's yeah. how I see you. I see you as a very secure base. So people feel free to come to you and find that security and that grounding and that safety. But then if they need to go for a while or if they need to do whatever or if they're kind of doing something different with their lives, it's not like they think that the doors are closed with you. And certainly, I do want to stress the importance of boundaries and understanding when a relationship is not healthy. But I think it's okay if people are different and they maybe do different things with their lives. They may become a coffee friend versus a homie, but they don't have to just disappear. And to me, I don't know. I thought this was kind of common sense, but I think lately I've experienced differing, confusing relationships with people that has caused me to just kind of wonder what makes a good friend? How do I be a good friend? How can I show people that I care about them? If, even if we're not the same, I think it's an important yeah. topic for sure. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, I think you're, I feel you, I feel you. Like, I think you're right. Like, I, I don't think that, um, it's super, super common to have, um, I don't know, we live in such a polarized world. Um, and I, you know, I went from, you know, your area of the world to now my area of the world, to like from a conservative space to a very liberal space. And, um, it's so different. Well, it's different, but what's really funny is that it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and people don't understand that, that a polarized person is a polarized person. Yeah. And while, you know, uh, I identify and probably lean more towards like the liberal mindset, quote unquote, whatever that means. Um, and <laughs> you know, then I do like the conservative mindset. Um, I think that, what's lost constantly is people just forget that, you know, I'm a human, you're a human, I'm an expert on my life, you're the expert on your life. 
And while I can have input, if we have a relationship, like you were saying, which is, oh my God, so important. Um, as long as we have a relationship and I'm, and I, you know, and I'm able to like speak into something that I see, but like, it doesn't, you know, just because we're different, doesn't, it doesn't mean that like the security of the relationship should suddenly just like, like fall away. Um, which I feel like, um, gosh, when I, when I came out to my parents that I was voting for Hillary in the election, it was like, it was like earth shattering for them. Mm. Um, and I, and I just, I was just sitting there going like, you know, as somebody that is having this like quote unquote, like I was just trying to speak my mind. Like I was just trying to be me and just be authentic. And all of a sudden, like they, they had these like big reactions and then, you know, and it was a big thing. And I, and I just kind of was like, which here where I live, like voting for Trump was a big thing. Um, and, <laughs> I, I just, at the end of the day, like, I just sit back and I almost, like, want to, like, laugh about it because, like, it's, you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's just insanity. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, the people that, who raised me in this situation, or even, like, I had friends that we had differing views politically, I wanted to, like, look at these people. And for some, a few people, I did. I was, like, do you know who I am? Yeah. Did you for, Did you forget that I am? your friend, your sister, your daughter, like, did you forget that? Mm. Like, and I feel like that's what people do is like, suddenly you're no longer this precious, you know, miracle human Mm. uh, with this relationship and this history. Suddenly, like, you just happen to step into something that puts you in a place that suddenly there's a new label on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're no longer like, you're no longer a friend. You're now a conservative or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I, I think part of, I believe, you know, personally for me, that part of my uh, approach to friendship has to do with, I feel like kind of uh, my whole oh, has to do with a lot with my faith. Um, I feel like my faith informs me that, you know, the relationships that we have with each other are super, 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 super important. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and how we live in community with people, how we treat people, um, you know, shows what's inside of us, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that if, honestly, I guess to be really blunt, like, I feel like if, if somebody is not willing to give space to another human to just be who they are you know especially if you are seeing that this person that you care about is just like flourishing you know then you need to take a clue that they're living their quote-unquote best life Mm -hmm. at that moment um and i feel like if you can't do that you really 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 have to look inside yourself and ask yourself like why can i not give space to this person mm-hmm. you know what is what is their flourishing their health what is that doing when I say health I always almost always mean mental health or like right. holistic health but it's like what is that doing to me yeah because it's really in the end it's about the person who's having their reaction you know it they're the ones who have to get you know deep within themselves and kind of like see like oh maybe you're not giving yourself space mm-hmm. um you're not offering yourself something 
or you're not able to do something for yourself and therefore you can't do it for this person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that this, this current climate we're in has sort of like brought that to the forefront. I mean, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen these articles, but like, I know we're talking about friendships, but I, you know, relationships are relationship to me, but mar- there are marriages that have ended because of the election. Yeah. Like, and there are definitely friendships that have ended. Um, but like, and sometimes I, I want to be like, I wonder if there's a church that's split over it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somewhere there is, but like, there's just relationships that ended because of this. Right. And it, it's just like fascinating. It's, like, so fascinating. Yeah. Well, and I I definitely agree with what you said as far as, you know, not that long ago, I had people um, questioning a decision I was making about my own life, and I was dying for them to talk to me about it. I wanted them to say something to me because I knew that they were uncomfortable, and I knew that there was some distance between us and I, I kind of knew why, but I was confused and hurt as to why there was all of a sudden this space between me and people that I've known for years and years and years. And I don't know. I just, I would encourage, like you said, I just want to, again, reiterate, I would encourage anybody who has a relationship or friendship in their life where they feel uncomfortable or they feel that space or that tension, talk to them if you can. Even if you say, even if all you say is, I'm uncomfortable. I recognize that I'm uncomfortable. I don't fully know why, but I'm going to try to work on it. That's all you need to say. That I would have loved for people to say that to me. Oh. I wanted them to say that to me. And then we could have worked together or I could have given you space rather than thinking that you were just distancing yourself from me for no reason. So I don't know. I think I do think oh. a lot of it is introspective. I would say be honest and be introspective. If you need space from a relationship... And certainly, again, just want to make the point that we're not talking about harmful relationships here. Yeah, That's a whole different yeah. situation. But if you're in a healthy friendship, but they're choosing something that makes you uncomfortable, be honest and be introspective. Tell them how you feel. Even if you're not sure what exactly what that is, you can say, I feel weird. Everybody can say that. Uh-huh. And then take time, like you said, take time to figure out why. Is it because you guys are simply just going in different directions, you're not going to be as close friends anymore, but you don't have to cut off the relationship, or is it because there's something that that person reminds you of that you maybe need to work through? And, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think, like you said, the polarization of you're either my friend because we completely agree and we run in the same circles and we do the same things, or you're not, I don't think that's fair, and I also don't think that that's life and you're going to be very lonely if that's how you feel because more and more that's not possible people don't agree on everything and if you do that might be a bigger problem <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah no I, I agree and um you know I think also it makes your life very one-dimensional yeah you know if you're if you're always just surrounding yourself with people that you totally agree with like you know, um, I get that that can bring a sense of safety, um, and security, but it also makes your life very one dimensional. Um, it, I think it breeds ignorance actually, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because people don't step outside their economic, economic class or, um, their political views or church affiliations or whatever, like, you know, if you let all these things that can, and it's, it's so easy to do that. I mean, even like, let's say like sports teams, 
um, as I know you were watching the football yesterday, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I think we have all these ways that humans find to separate us. Like, yeah. we, we're just so good at separation. Yeah. Um, we're not that good at relationships. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, in general, like, which I think, I think I want to believe at least that I think that we're getting better mm-hmm. um, just because uh, there's just so much awareness out there and social media and like there's, it's easy to like be in contact or like listen or read um, other people's perspectives. Um, you know, so I want to believe that it's getting better across the board, um, but relationships are hard, like yeah. real relationships, like with a real person who mm-hmm. has, who, you know, you can't control Um, which that has to do with obviously like a marriage too. Um, I mean, any relationship, like we can't control the other people we're with. And I also think another super, super important point, which I, you know, I, I probably meditate on this like point almost daily or moment by moment is that, you know, just because you disagree doesn't mean that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make that person, it doesn't like, you know, if you and I disagreed on something, like, it doesn't mean that you're wrong and I'm right or I'm right and you're wrong or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, it's totally. like at a certain point, like, you have to let, let it go. And I think that for me, like, growing up in the South, one of the things that I really struggled with and I I mean I've had to really wrestle with my ego in relationships is because I grew up with a lot of ego around me Mm -hmm. all the time like being you know a conservative evangelical Christian meant being right Mm -hmm. you were right and everybody else around you was wrong and I think that is I think that mindset you know where I'm not trying to disagree with like if you're an evangelical like you know, I mean, I'm a Methodist. I don't know what they are. Are they evangelical? Who knows? But like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I, I think, you know, if you're evangelical, live your life. I'm not trying to tell you not to be an evangelical. I'm just trying to say like, I think any mindset that tells you that I'm right, you're wrong. And because I'm right, you're wrong. Like you need to go away. Mm -hmm. Um, I think any mindset, no matter what it comes from, that tells you that is dangerous. And, you know, and, I think that people that are different and on it, like, you know, I think that living out here, I feel like living out in Seattle has, I don't know, I, you can tell me, but I feel like it's made me a better friend because Mm -hmm. it's sort of, it's, it's all, it's still like rubbing my ego edges off all the time because I, I did not grow up in a politically correct culture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm constantly around um, very politically correct people. um, And I feel like I'm constantly being humbled because I don't always know what to say. I don't always know um, what to do. And where sometimes I hear my friends and family from Arkansas, you know, get on this pedestal about, you know, well, we don't care about PC culture. I'm like, you know, but really like, it's not, it's not about in those moments when I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, it's not a good feeling to not always know what to say, but it's a growing, it's a growth. You learn how to listen, you learn how to listen, you learn how to empathize. Um, you learn how to ask questions. Um, you know, and you just, and you just learn how to give space to feeling like you don't know and you don't have to know. Um, but I think that, I don't, and I don't know, I didn't grow up up here, so I don't know if people up here struggle with the whole, 
you know, or right, you're wrong. I think, I mean, I'm sure they do. It's just a little different. But um, I, I think that that idea, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's sort of, it's, I think it's a toxic idea personally. And I think that it's, a, it's kind of leaked into more than just, you know, whether your, you know, your political affiliations or your church or whatever. But um, I think it leaks into the basis of a relationship. I don't know. That's, yeah, for that's sure. My perspective. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. This is why you're the resident expert on friendships around here. <laughs> girl, girl. Well, I appreciate you starting this conversation, and this is why I love these little mini episodes because I kind of just want to drop some truth into people's laps and, and let them engage with their people or with us. Or um, I'm going to put on there, you can look back on the other previous episodes with Amanda, but. Um, you can find her at, well, tell us where we can find you, Miss Amanda, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I am part of a podcast called uh, Fat Face Feelings. Um, and we, you can find us on Instagram at Fat Face Feelings or online at Fat Face Feelings. I mean, we are all over the place with our fat faces and feelings. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a fat positive podcast between uh, me and my good friend Erin talking about good friends. Um Basically, it's just us being us, and we're just having this journey of, of fat positivity, fat acceptance together in our lives and our experiences. And we also interview people. Um, so, you know, it's for everybody, but especially if you're, you know, a person of size, um, you might find a lot of relatable content. Yep, that's right. And then you're, do you want people to know your personal one, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. So my, <laughs> I'm a little more... Um, like I don't know choosy about who I add oh sure well the fat based feelings account is completely open so like anybody can like join it um if you troll us I'm gonna delete you (laughs) but but um (laughs) but like on my 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 personal account is worthy flame so if you want to see pictures of dogs and cats and fall foliage right now and just like random whatever's um that you can you can go and add me um if i if i don't accept and you're a real human who really wants to follow me just like send me a message and be like hey girl there you go <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a creeper <laughs> that's right that's right yeah well yeah so if you guys have any questions or thoughts or want to continue this conversation you can find amanda at all those places you can find me <laughs> excuse me at the be nourished <laughs> podcast um, and yeah, we just, we want to talk about friendships and all the things. Don't forget that during November, we're doing Nourishing November. So if you want to win, um, a big old giveaway at the end of November, just basically all you have to do is be engaged. So like, comment, follow, whatever, share. Um, I just want whoever's going to be the most involved. I want to really, you know, nourish them at the end of December, uh, not December, November. So be sure and follow along at Be Nourished Podcast for all the goodies. Yay!